2: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all Potter podcast. Swish
1: and Flick. Everyone? Swish, swish
3: and Flick. Hello, and welcome to episode 272 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. <laughs> and this episode is sponsored by Celia. Thank you, Celia. Thank Thank you. you. We would love to welcome back Lori Kim. Hello. Thank
4: you for having me back.
3: Of course. Of course. I don't know what we're going to do without you. (laughs) It's going to be so strange. (laughs) But we have plans. We have plans. So thank you so much for joining us again. And today we will be discussing part three of chapter 24 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Sectumsempra, so make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to fight your way through the details. We're doing it.
1: Fight it. it. Yeah!
3: Okay, but before we begin, we have exciting weekly profit news.
2: Yeah, so I've been noticing over on the Instagram um, that Hogwarts Legacy has been pretty active with posting... Like new characters um, that you're going to get to meet and interact with on Hogwarts Legacy. Um, the first one that they released was Sebastian Solo, who's a Slytherin. Um, and then there's also Natsai Anai, a Gryffindor. Ooh, he's from. Oh man, how do you pronounce that school? Wagadu, uh, Yeah. Yes. It says, from Wagadu to Hogwarts, he is the new face of Gryffindor.
1: Mm. Mm, it's kind of cool.
2: Poppy Sweeting is the Hufflepuff and has a heart for all magical creatures.
5: Yeah, Poppy. I know.
2: Popper. Also, some of these videos that they've dropped just look unreal. Like the, the, I the know. stairwell. It's crazy. It's so cool. Um. There's more. Hold on. Amit the car, Ravenclaw.
1: Mm-mm.
2: Loves astronomy. Also a teacher for Defense Against the Dark Arts. Dinah Hecat? Hecat, Hackett probably. Is Sorry, it Hecate? That was stupid. Is it six letters? It's I think it's just H-E-C-A-T.
5: Huh. Professor Heckett I hope the position isn't uh, cursed anymore right <laughs> um charms <laughs> charms
2: is Professor Ronan oh, I just lost his name Abraham Professor Abraham Ronan um and then there was also this other article that I found it says Hogwart's Legacy reveals ancestor of iconic character um. There's a Weasley in the game.
3: This is pre-times. Yes? Yeah. Okay.
2: So. Do you like says, how I said that?
3: Pre-times? <laughs> <This is> pre-times.
2: <laughs> they, they think that this one character that they show called Hector Jenkins. They also saw another screenshot of his name being Hector Weasley. So we're like kind of confused as to what that means.
5: But. He does have red hair.
2: It does say that Avalanche Software previously teased that we would see a Weasley or two. I just need to
5: know if they're hand-me-down robes. Right. Props. They do kind of look a little shabby. Yeah. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Just saying. You guys, I have news. Yes.
3: We managed to land a new PlayStation. (laughs) Sick. Guess who has to order the game for that console? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it'll be fun to compare. I wonder if I can get uh, maybe Marty to play it a little bit, see what he thinks. Yeah. He'll probably be like, no, and then secretly play it just like he did with Pokemon Go uh-huh and then, <laughs> and then he was so much like better than me <laughs> he he was Man. he was so diabolical he was asking me like all these questions he goes like, what was this one evolve into what about this one how do you hatch an egg and i'm like answering all these questions and he's like he would go on walks at work and he had like oh my gosh he had so (laughs) it was so much better than me plus it was like downtown cleveland so there were so many like pokestops and all these other things so he like do
2: you want to know something hilarious that we used to do
5: (laughs) (laughs) what are you about to reveal pokemon go
2: so back in the early days it wasn't as uh they couldn't tell as easily if you were driving or not we right. were always safe, first of Obviously, all. Obviously, it's not safe to be playing while you're driving. But what we would do is, I would have both mine and Katie's phones in the passenger seat, and Katie would drive around. <laughs> around <laughs> Katie would drive around a cemetery you could drive really slow but also the cemetery they would have so many Pokemon poke stops. yes yeah it was like Lakeview Cemetery in Cleveland which if, if anybody is from the area you know that that is a massively huge cemetery and it also had a ton of PokeStops so I would we would literally just which like spend hours driving <laughs> hours. it is we would spend hours just driving around Lakeview Cemetery and I would have both of them and I would like i'd catch the pokemon on both of the games i would like be doing everything for both and we'd like be hatching so many eggs it was you know good times
5: good times
3: literally that summer brought everybody together and i've never walked yeah. more in my life right that my, yeah, my body was like yeah we're feeling real good <laughs> <laughs> Fozzie yeah. enjoyed it got so many extra mm. walks oh my gosh good times Thank you Pokémon Go. Thank you. Thanks
2: Pokémon Go. <sighs> but I'm really looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy. I like the intro. I like how they're gradually like building this up and like giving us characters. They are doing a very good little- job. Yeah, mm-hmm. they definitely are.
3: Well, so- when you have a uh, a fandom like this and a game that is so um anticipated and looks really really good, Uh, I'm really glad that they're kind of like doing this the right way. You know what I mean? Instead of, I feel like for me, at least for me, for me, is that on the bingo card? Still, um, not a lot of Harry Potter games have really like grabbed me. So I'm got really high hopes.
2: Sorcerer stone PC with the smush faced Hagrid. I never owned it. I never had that. Yeah, really the origins of Flapendo. Flapendo Forever. I really did like the old PC games. Um, and then eventually on the the Wii, and then also on Game Boy. I maybe played the Game, Boy, of, Ad, Ad, game Boy Advance. I played Game Boy Color. Mm, I don't think um, I, I didn't never have Game on Color. Chamber of Secrets Game Boy Color. Maybe I and had a Game Boy Advance also game have have you ever played harry potter lego
3: i couldn't i own it i can't get into it i own like one through four or oh something oh i
2: love it yeah so
3: funny i, I kind of don't like it i'm sorry i'm not a real <sighs>
2: big lego uh it's video so funny game I'm sorry. i love like <laughs> hearing them talk and they're just like <laughs>
3: <laughs> i have a very specific game type though you know what i mean
2: I kind of, like, I would have pegged you for being an HP Lego person, though, because you like Nintendo, and that, like, feels like similar vibes to me. <gasps> I know.
3: Mm-hmm. I
5: apologize. Yeah, you can just leave. Whatever. All right, bye. You don't like <laughs>
2: HP Lego, and you haven't listened to Midnights by Taylor Swift yet. Oh Get Oh,
3: my gosh. You <laughs> still
5: haven't? Just leave.
3: <laughs> I've been listening to Fellowship of the Ring. Lay off me.
5: You know what? you can leave go take this time to listen to it there's we'll finish up the episode. a lot of dialogue oh yeah can i <laughs> yeah
2: yeah uh, all right Read anyway <laughs> make sure to follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us then they may too subscribe to our channel on youtube at swish and flick podcast and follow us on facebook instagram and tiktok at swish Flickcast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish Swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. As always, we're accepting Potter stories to our email as long as well as any fun things, questions, or concerns. And our email is swishflickcast at gmail.com.
5: I was like, oh, we have stipulations about
2: our <laughs> <now.">
3: <laughs>
5: Well, in that spirit, Catherine, it
3: is time for the re recap. <laughs>
2: You're a perfect computer. <laughs> Oh, my They're life. making fun of me. Yeah. I just want everybody. I just want to remind everybody of that. <laughs> I'm gonna give you such a big hug when I see you next. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. E class.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Lick rust. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: Harry gets
5: himself. <laughs> I forgot he that
2: she replies with that. No, he replies with that. No, she replies with that. Anyway, go ahead.
5: <laughs> That's
1: part
2: of the Are joke. Okay? okay. No.
5: <laughs> Harry gets himself in some big big trouble. Stumbles upon Malfoy crying in the bathroom with Myrtle. Malfoy sees him. First thought is to fight. A duel breaks out. Harry decides it's a wonderful time to try out Sectumsempra. Oops. Almost kills him. Snape's there in a heartbeat. And after a stroke of genius, Harry hides his potion books. Potion book singular. And gets detentions for the rest of the year. Way to go, Harry. What a journey. Valid. Valid. What a (laughs) journey. Valid uh, punishment. He just wanted some extra Snape time.
2: Yeah. All right. (laughs) Summary. Harry disagrees with his sentence, but that clearly doesn't (laughs) matter because even McGee says his punishment fits the crime. Mm. No getting out of missing Quidditch. Harry decides to get the book back against Hermione's advice and Hermione and Ginny (laughs) fight. She defends her man. (laughs) He heads to detention and Snape is making him reorganize all of Filch's files without magic. Surprise! Gryffindor wins. (laughs) And so does Harry. (laughs) I
1: like Filch's
5: files. Should we have named the Felix
1: files? Oh no!
2: We Failed. We (laughs) lost such an opportunity. Uh, What were we thinking calling our bonus episodes the Felix Files? I'm really upset with us. Oh, rebrand. We We might have to (laughs)
5: rebrand. I
3: have to. Okay, we need a business meeting to think about this, don't we? (laughs) Okay.
1: Seriously. Are you talking about a real
5: business meeting and the kind where you're in a small room that is echoey with a porcelain throne? Catherine.
2: why (laughs) why (laughs) now everybody knows our code yeah god (laughs) they're gonna listen back to episodes where i
3: come back and i'm like (laughs) business i just had a business call call. (laughs) sarah had like thousands of them on this podcast (laughs) she's a a busy
5: businesswoman she's louise (laughs) (laughs) god oh my god
2: Anyway. Lori, are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Okay.
3: All right. So Harry, being Harry Potter, son of James, says, I don't agree with my detentions
2: for almost killing someone. (laughs) I should get off. What? With no punishment. There's a it s- was an accident. There's a slight He's Potter effect here with
5: Hagrid again. Right. It's like whenever.
2: It's like whenever <laughs> Phil does something wrong at home, and he does deserve some sort of punishment, and I make him have his little cute voice that we make him have. And I go to Katie and I say, I'm sorry, mommy. It was an accident.
5: (laughs) Everything's an accident. Everything. I'm so sorry, mommy. It was an accident.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So
3: him saying that does nothing. Obviously, it's just confirming that Snape's doing exactly as Snape wants to do. So he's like, well, you're going to have them anyway. 10 a.m. Saturday. Let's start date with Snape. OK, but quit it. Huh.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> like,
5: I know I almost cares. murdered someone, but like
3: quit it. <laughs> honestly, like it's just dumb. And he, so Snape really honestly is just like it's like, yes, I'm keeping Harry Potter from playing. Like this is just it's all good news for him. Quote, ten o'clock, whispered Snape with a smile that showed his yellow teeth. Poor Gryffindor, fourth place this year, I fear.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, you could do better.
1: Oh God, oh, can, can I then?
2: Gryffindor <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> she has up.
1: I'm Snape.
3: <laughs> um okay, I have a serious question. And Laurie gave me a very serious answer. Um, But we gotta talk about this. So, why the yellow teeth? It just, it pains me because we have magic. Are there white strips? Can we do this with a spell? And What's going on?
4: I instantly realized that Snape must have whitened his teeth once, and then Trelawney hit on him. And (laughs) after that, he (laughs) vowed that he would never do any sort of personal grooming again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the tracks. And i would believe it and quite seriously uh, i think he doesn't like the way he looks and he doesn't like to think about it and if he doesn't care if he looks yeah. in the mirror both literally and metaphorically it just makes it harder for him to go on so he tries yeah. not to think about it
5: yeah yeah that's sad but i could totally
3: see that yes yes um so here's a little bit of a lightning bolt round, I guess, amongst us. So he strikes me as a black coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. Maybe if he's feeling real fancy, maybe it's like a double espresso kind of day. So
2: a double espresso for Snape. Yeah, he doesn't fit the bill based on the double espresso orders that I see at Starbucks.
3: Who gets those? Give me give me
2: a real. Yeah. Um, stereotypical (laughs) old rich men
1: oh well you get the old and the
2: men part right (laughs) (laughs) he's not
1: old he's
5: like 35 honestly yeah whatever (laughs) no it's Alan
3: Rickman in my brain that's what they've done to me I know um But honestly, I do think he's like a black coffee drinker. But do you think that he drinks coffee? That's question one. And if so, what kind? I also think he would obviously like I think he would drink tea too, but I don't think he's having anything in it. Give me your coffees. Mm. What do you think? Is he drinking coffee?
2: Well, he doesn't come across as, like, the hipster type that actually cares about coffee. I like Meg's
5: mm-hmm. actual barista, like, so, analysis. Is he like drinking someone... Maxwell House? Are we
1: getting the best <laughs> part
2: of waking up? Spolders in your cup. I'm not going to lie. I kind of see him walking in and ordering, like... A
5: caramel frappuccino.
2: No. I was going to say. Get out. You are a liar. I was going to say
5: a coffee frap without the frap roast and with a shot of espresso. An espresso frap.
2: Yeah. Yes, he orders an espresso frap. Yeah. That is Severus Snape. Ah. Oh no yes yes Yes. i drink those in the summertime (laughs) i drink them too i drink them too but see lots of different types of people drink espresso fraps and he's definitely one of them no he is a folgers original black Mm. in a very
1: old mug Wait, Lori knows him better
5: than us. Lori, when he. Right, you? right. Yeah, what is Snape? Lori's like, he doesn't order? drink coffee.
1: Oh, <laughs> he drinks lots of coffee.
4: No, I had. Okay. I once commissioned a fan artist named Shocking Blankets to draw me Snape brewing Wit Sharpening Potion, which is just this giant cauldron of coffee. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the picture, he has his to do parchment with him, and it's really long. Yeah, and the last item on it says "Dumbledore's dry cleaning."
1: <laughs> and, um,
4: it's it's must be Order of the Phoenix year because that was his busiest year, where he has to go straight from like Order of the Phoenix meetings to Death Eater meetings, and you know then go run the school. Uh, so oh he brews. He has a lot of custom blends that he brews in the giant vat, uh, mm. and they the artist calls them Strong, Dark and Bitter, Minerva's Blend, which has a picture of a cat on it, Witch's Brew, Fluid of Life, and Give
5: Me Strength. Fluid of Life.
4: <laughs> mm. <laughs> we
5: need to start this for real. Yeah, he just looks really so, tired and uh, you know he
4: could like plunge his whole
2: head into the vat if he needed
4: to.
2: That's amazing. Hold on, let me copy and paste this. I also really like Mia's suggestion of Snape drinking pour over. Oh, yeah, totally. Or Aubrey (laughs) said Snape orders black coffee and hates it, but secretly wants a frat. What if he what if what if the only spot where he
3: like orders something fancy is just like the three broomsticks? And then every every other day, it's like
5: black, just black coffee. He treats himself on the weekends. Oh, this is cute.
2: You know, I'm I'm sticking with my espresso frat. I think I'm right.
5: Oh, my God.
2: Katie, what say you? Did you answer already? Katie said espresso frappe too.
1: Okay,
3: Lori.
2: I
4: just think, would imagine being the barista that has to do his no. order and then he criticizes how you do it.
3: And he's right. <laughs> oh, he would be though. Oh, no. Headcanon, oh, yeah. he's
5: always mixing up, making new drinks down in the dungeons. Yeah. Meg, he's the guy that came up to you and said, I didn't get whipped cream. Yeah. My latte. Oh my God. That <laughs> and happened the, to me you deserve.
2: the other day. This grown man is all in a huffy, opens up his latte and slams <gasps> it down in front of me and says, I paid $8 for this and I didn't get whipped cream. <laughs> should have put that eight dollars for him. some nice pills Jeez. i looked at him and i had the nicest smile on my face which guys let me tell you this was really hard <laughs> okay hey. and i said sir it's okay it was a mistake oh wow. would you like any toppings as well and i you like, know what? yeah i want caramel brulee topping and i was like okay here you go you should
3: have sprayed the whipped cream in your palm <laughs> and put it on his drink
5: and said, Have you ever you seen go. those
2: TikToks where people do that and they literally like put it in their hand and just like throw it across the counter? Gosh, <laughs> there's
5: a cream. what I
2: wanted to do.
3: <laughs> if you are not nice to people in the service industry, then you have some serious, serious soul searching to do.
4: Oh my God. Don't be trash. I now have a headcanon that actually Snape is a Starbucks barista and he's. The author behind those mm. threads that go viral of like you yes. know, behind the scenes, bitter Starbucks employees.
1: He oh my God. He would be I a barista.
5: Snape would thrive on TikTok. He'd be like the surprise no one expected. Yeah.
2: would Do you imagine
5: Snape in the window at drive through? <laughs> oh
4: my God. What has he done now to deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah
5: your drive times would be really high because he wouldn't want to talk to people oh no, you talk so slow
2: <laughs> oh they would be high i get it they'd be long yeah okay. i was thinking fast think i was like he's just like handing some them. coffee well he would just read your mind and give you
5: the coffee you want Whoa. Well, okay go. hired because <laughs> i don't Very ever fast. even know what i want when i pull up to the drive or on his again. bad
4: days he'd give you the coffee you
1: deserve
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: oh
3: my gosh uh, all right so coffee <laughs> who coffee. knew could spur such conversation um, so Harry leaves the bathroom nothing else is said oh I'm sorry he didn't leave the bathroom Snape did first that's a, that's a boss move right there um, so Harry's left alone and he's staring at that cracked mirror that Draco was staring into and he's feeling sick And rightfully so. You almost moited somebody. So there we are. And Hermione, in all her glory, is in full, like, I told you so mode. And Ron tells her, like, leave it. Obviously, Harry is very upset by this. He did truly. I mean, it was an accident. But um, I agree. It's not the moment to be doing this. He understands the gravity of what happened, even though he says that he still did not think that. I think okay let me say this at the end of the day I feel like Harry knows that his detentions are like the very least at, of what could have happened to him as far as a consequence goes mm-hmm. but the fact that it was Snape giving them to him he was automatically going to be like no I don't think I deserve that it's just yeah, them right in my head um, and so Harry has no appetite he misses dinner He tells Ron, Hermione, and Ginny what happened, not that he really needed to, because this is Hogwarts where the news travels fast. And Myrtle...
2: Our girl! Yeah, gonna, Murder in the it bathroom! Doesn't, it doesn't help that she saw it happen. Can
5: you imagine? You're in the bathroom, like, on two floors up, right? And you're just sitting there <laughs> doing your thing. And all of a sudden, in the stall next to you, Myrtle pops up. like, Murder! Murder in the bathroom! Pops back down. There's a splash. Goes away. Oh, man, you're just like, what?
3: what? And you're like,
5: mid-business call. What? What?
1: <laughs> mid-business call. So, yeah she she's, turned
5: that into a conference call oh my god longer <laughs> <laughs> so much longer oh so she's telling
3: everybody that she can find who are using the facilities about the ordeal and of course pansy parkinson is beside herself she's vilifying harry far and wide and snape let the staff know exactly what had happened but like, all right, duh. He should, you silly boy. Why would he not tell yeah. the staff that you almost killed
4: someone? Uh, yeah, I love that he did that. Especially the word exactly, because he's not exaggerating. Yes. He's being factual, and I find that mm-hmm. so much healthier than the usual rumors and cover-ups, where. It, Nobody knows what really happened and they just project. This is just facts Mm -hmm. and appropriate consequences and one thing this does is protect Harry from the festering secret syndrome that Slughorn suffered from. Mm
1: -hmm. And this is
4: one of the very rare times at Hogwarts that the kids are given a limit for the sake of safety. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. usually they're just Mm -hmm. sent into the Forbidden Forest, right? Um, yeah and the bigger picture is there is a war coming up and Harry and Draco are going to be at the center of it and Snape and McGonagall have to drill into them even in war dark magic is not the way to go. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: And That's yeah true. they have so little time left to to have any influence over these kids.
3: I love the fact that you brought up rumors and cover up. It makes me think of um Snape's memories when he's talking to Dumbledore in Harry's first year mm-hmm. saying he's arrogant and mediocre. Um, and Dumbledore's like, everybody else says he's great. <laughs> like, because we can see how he's moved on a little bit from that, at least. He still has a grudge against him because of, of James and, and their relationship in itself. But um, it's nice to know that he's not just like, Harry Potter's out here just trying to kill people left and right. Watch out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good stuff. McGonagall, my friends is not happy. Quidditch. No, I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she cares about Malfoy (laughs) a lot more than that. So she said he's lucky to not be expelled, but seriously, that's real. Um, I would assume this is very Potter effect-ish. I don't know about any other regular student off the street. Do you think they would have been expelled for almost offing someone?
4: Yeah. Well, Fred and George were He's afraid.
3: True. Who, Monahue? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Mm. That's true. Just think of Harry being afraid in third year of going to Azkaban for blowing up his aunt. Now he's like, you know almost murder (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing is it a Gryffindor effect because of our headmaster Mm.
3: I mean I think Harry Potter specific but you're right about the Weasley twins they I mean he almost died
2: do we really know of or see examples of another house doing something and we actually see real punishment like I want to see some
1: punishment. I want to see some punishment. (laughs) I just kind of
2: wonder if, like, it is Dumbledore's way to just kind of like keep things in the school and not. There's just a snake going around. A couple people (laughs) are like, honestly, it's like, it's like if nothing (laughs) happened with like that, nobody's getting expelled, and And they're just going to be.
3: Is this like? It's a school of magic. Kids are going to get. Crazy up in here.
2: I would, you know, I was, I was, I thought about that. Yeah. But I was like iffy to bring it up because I was worried that people would be like, but that doesn't excuse it. And it's like, no, it doesn't excuse no. it. But also, like, more serious things happen when you have access to all of these things. That's and, true. and like, he, <laughs> obviously, he should not have cast that spell. But, being a wizard like you have access to do these horrible things and it's all just about what you decide to do or not to do and also, like he
3: didn't know what it did
2: kids exactly. are going to
3: experiment because they are kids at the end of the day
2: right and Can, like i
3: yeah, have a real-time life example because you said they have access to these things meaning magic yeah. mm-hmm. here's a little martinius omelie story mm. he's a um pharmacy major. And so in one of his chemistry classes, hey, we're playing with chloroform. Mm-hmm. He's like, it is just like the movies kids, you will <laughs> pass out four kids that class boom, boom boom <laughs> because they tried it because they wanted to see they're curious. Yeah, and those are eighteen year olds, if not older. So, Things like that do happen. Yeah. Okay. What are we talking about?
4: Well, McGonagall. Um, yes. Yes. She and Snape have been working. This is the closest they've ever worked together, is this year. Mm. They have this pact to keep an eye on all the most vulnerable students. Uh, McGonagall has had Draco in detention the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snape has had Crab and Goyle in detention. And at this point, neither of them cares what house a student is in, Mm -hmm. Um, I think. And it is. Yeah, I agree with Megan. It is Dumbledore's way to keep people in Hogwarts or in prison or, you know, on home arrest for safety, you know, like he Mm -hmm. has Slughorn at Hogwarts for safety. He has Trelawney for safety. He keeps Sirius at home. Uh, because, yeah, if you expel mm, these right. dangerous kids at this dangerous time, they're gonna be in trouble almost instantly. This is the safest place for them.
3: Oh, And yeah. Craven and Goyle, man. Yeah. They just immediately fell down that path, and especially with the Caros, next year yeah. just flourish really in that vulnerable. kind of environment. Yeah. Mm. It's so sad. Oh, uh, okay. So she rips him for about fifteen minutes, and she's like, "Yeah, I totally agree with this punishment." Well,
2: so do I. I. What you think she was gonna say, Harry? I don't have know. a biscuit, Potter. Yeah. Oh, you almost killed boy, but it's okay. I do agree. You should be able to play Quidditch.
3: No, banned for life. <laughs> banned for life. Banned
5: for life. Right.
3: Um. And Hermione then gets her moment and she's like, knew something was wrong with the prince. And I was right, wasn't I? Then Harry throws her for a loop and is like, no, I don't think you were. (laughs) (laughs) He's so stubborn. Quote, he was having a bad enough time without Hermione lecturing him. The looks on the Gryffindor team's face when he had told them he would not be able to play on Saturday had been the worst punishment of all. He could feel Ginny's eyes on him now, but did not meet them. He did not want to see disappointment or anger there. He had just told her that she would be playing Seeker on Saturday and that Dean would be rejoining the team as Chaser in her place. Perhaps if they won, Ginny and Dean would make up during the post-match euphoria. The thought went through Harry like an icy knife. Is he a seer?
1: Because <laughs> this happens to
3: him. Oh, my goodness. So Hermione goes in again and Harry tells her enough is enough. Stop harping on the book. Quote, the prince only copied it out. It's not like he was advising anyone to use it. For all we know, he was making a note of something that had been used against him.
1: Mm.
4: Yeah, (laughs) He says, you know I wouldn't have used a spell like that, not even on Malfoy, but you can't blame the prince. He hadn't written, try this out, it's really good. He was just making notes for himself. So, yeah, now Harry is uh, trying to defend the prince here, or, you know, the person that he has made up in his mind to be the prince. Mm. Harry Mm -hmm. is reading what amounts to somebody's diary. So this this passage is differentiating it from tom riddle's diary which he wrote on purpose to be read by other people and used this mm-hmm. diary was never meant to be read by anybody else um, mm-hmm. and when you're writing your diary privately anyone has the right to have retaliation fantasies against your bullies you know you have the right to have that private thought um but unlike the potions notes that harry has been reading and using this one Um, isn't annotated. It doesn't say anything about the process or the function of the magic. This is only and purely about the feeling. Um, It just says for enemies. It doesn't say Mm -hmm. what it'll do. It's weaponizing the feeling. And that's what's making it so dangerous because you have the right Mm -hmm. to have this feeling. But you have to know more than to just take that feeling Mm -hmm. and just lash out with it. But, you know, to be fair, uh, Harry, nobody was supposed to be reading this.
1: <laughs> right, and, you know, right. and there's
4: nothing wrong with writing in your own personal diary how angry you are.
3: I mean, and that's that's a thing that people use to cope. I mean, writing down your feelings is a very healthy way to get through different things that you're going through. And this is just a very magical way of doing that.
4: So, <laughs> so, so yes, people, don't weaponize your Angriest feelings. <laughs> Put some <laughs> safety around that,
3: right? <laughs> Bubble wrap yeah. it. True, true. Um, jokes on you, Harry Potter. The spell is not just him writing down things or anything like that. This is a S- Snape's own invention, and he, it clearly came with a warning. As whereas, like Snape's mind was for his enemies, he was very, very angry. Uh, Harry and Snape have very different experiences with school, and even though they both have their own bully, um, I feel like Snape's situation is so much worse. Nobody's flipping Harry upside down. Nobody, meaning like Malfoy or Crabbe or Goyle, is like flipping him upside down or anything. I mean, what what is the what is the most serious thing they did was show up as. Fake Dementors, is that the most serious thing? Huh.
2: I'm like, the Buttons, probably, and Goblet.
4: Yeah. Harry has more defenders. He has more allies. Yeah. yeah. He has a team
3: of people. And he has Dumbledore. Snape was very it's... lonely. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. The it's ultimate. Also like,
2: <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy to think, then, about the difference of... Because they're, I mean, they're, they were about the same age, right? So, like, Mm -hmm. this is both of their minds at this age. But whenever Snape thinks for enemies, he's thinking like a Death Eater (laughs) already at this age. Whereas Harry is obviously very much not. So when he thinks for enemies, we've said it a million times, he thinks like, oh, it's just like some hex, like the Bat Bogey curse or something, you know, like he doesn't think it's actually going to cause harm to the uh, to the extent that it could have killed somebody but like at this point in Snape's journey at Hogwarts he is already starting to go down a bad pathway mm. here is that a fair assumption
3: um yeah i mean he's part of the death eaters when he's still in school is that right or he's going to be
4: joining we don't know
3: is lily talks lily talks to him about that he's planning I to but we
4: don't know when he did yeah Right. Okay. The, the difference that I see here, um, and I'm just I'm just guessing, is that I think SNApe thinks of enemies as, um, if you grow up in a household where you watch domestic violence,
1: yeah, there's yeah. a kind yeah. of
4: revenge fantasy you have where the enemy is always much, much more powerful than you are. Mm-hmm. And no matter how mm-hmm. much you explode against this person, they'll always be bigger. Mm-hmm. and that's not what Harry grew up observing Harry, yeah, I mean Harry has it worse, he knows that the enemy is Voldemort and there's nothing he can do to win against Voldemort by fighting, he has to find some mysterious other way that Voldemort doesn't know uh, so he's not going to try to just he's not going to try to beat up Voldemort um, that's So, yeah, when Harry's thinking enemies, he is thinking more like Malfoy, somebody who's an equal, and not Mm -hmm. like somebody who grew up thinking, How do I stop my father? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, Harry and Voldemort
2: aren't supposed to, like, grab each other's necks and tumble through the air. I hated and that actually part fight so each much. Other. I
3: oh, mean, my gosh. Maybe...
2: I literally
3: screamed,
4: <laughs> nothing would have been physical! <laughs> maybe by the time he's just one-eighth of himself, maybe it's a more equal fight. <sighs> maybe maybe, yeah.
3: maybe maybe i i actually said That's, something very similar in my notes and i think like megan said we we've brought it up a few times but like harry still has this bubble-wrapped innocence about him in a kind of way even though he goes through very adult centered problems um i don't think he's really thinking that a hogwarts student would want to be capable of something of that magnitude i mean literally Malfoy was bleeding out. Um, and if we think about Malfoy, Harry might call him an enemy or think he's an enemy, but he in no way would want him to be killed, nor he, would he want to be the person to do that. Um, perhaps he was thinking that this could be something similar to Corpus that he had already used, and it's kind of like a joking in a way. Um, no real harm is done, but there is an effect with it. Obviously, Harry was looking for something to stop Malfoy um, in some kind of way with no real harm done, but something to definitely make the other person feel um, uncomfortable.
4: To me, what Harry goes through is so human and so normal. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is very much like people having access to guns more than we were meant to, more than we were supposed to. And a kid is holding a gun without really fully comprehending that if you shoot someone it can be final mm-hmm. uh, and adults do this too and it, it made me think of um, Aaron Burr shooting Alexander Hamilton apparently the first thing he did as soon as he shot Hamilton was run over to him <laughs> like yeah. you know mm-hmm. at the moment that you do it you also think no 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 um because mm-hmm. in the heat of the moment you have these conflicting impulses and the solution that is being offered in this series is disarm in the heat of the moment you can't trust those impulses it's too the stakes are too high to learn the hard way and so this brings me back to snape in second year trying to teach draco and harry to cast expelliarmus against each other instead of attacking each other you know for this reason
5: Mm -hmm.
3: absolutely I feel like I was going to say something else and then it just completely slipped my mind. But yeah, there's like that moment where your consequence, one of your consequences for something that really actually happened is that you can't take it back and it is done. And, you know, this, hear me out, but there's a power within words as well. Um, we can apologize for the things that we say, however, they still ring there in your head. And so an activity that I do at the beginning of the year with my first graders that I advise anybody to do with children or do it yourself and see how it works, take a piece of paper, crumple it up and then try and flatten it back out you're still going to have creases and marks. And that's what words can do as well. And then you can't take it back. So whether it's like words or something physical, like um, the gun violence that you're talking about, or even the spell that Harry uses, like you can't go back. Those are adult consequences for adult actions. And Harry has always been so protected And granted, he still has cushion here, but this leads into him having no protection from anyone. It's kind of like, this is your last chance. This is it. Because if we think about it, Dumbledore does his last protection and then it's over at the end of this book. Oh, I forgot that's in this book.
2: Like, I know. Is so I hate it. I hate fast it. This is coming
5: up. <laughs> uh,
3: I hate it. And then boyfriend's on his own. With some protection. Oh, I guess. <sighs>
5: Snape, Snape and the doe and the
3: sword and all the that jazz. We've got that going on still. But that to me is not so much protection as it is teamwork makes the dream work.
5: <laughs> yeah. You said doe. I did not picture an animal, <laughs> a deer, a female deer. <laughs>
3: oh god so hermione presses again that she can't believe that he's defending the book and the prince and harry is not having any of that he gets more defensive and the truth finally is verbalized by hermione
2: all right (laughs) so take out drink (laughs) all right so harry's taking or harry's gonna say harry's taking the drink (laughs) got in your head harry's getting the book uh and he says quote listen without the prince i'd never have won the felix Felicius. i'd never have known how to save ron from poisoning i'd never have and Hermione interjects and says, Got a reputation for potions, brilliance you don't deserve. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs>
1: Sick burn. Uh, Sick burn. Man.
2: Um, and at this, she gets some tood from Ginny, who interjects and says, Give it a rest, Hermione. And she reminds her that Malfoy tried to use an unforgivable, so she should be glad Harry had something good, quote, good up his sleeve. Now, what I call Sectumsempra good? No, maybe he could have tried something else, but you know, Ginny's got those rose-colored glasses on right now. So, mm. <laughs> like, Jenny. what else could he could have done? The leg, he could have done the Bat Bogey hacks. He could have done the Leg Locker Curse. He could have done Expelliarmus. He could have done a lot of things, but he didn't. He so, he could anyway. have
5: done a tickling charm, right?
2: Tickling charm. Can you imagine
3: the seriousness of this fight? And then they're just giggling in the bathroom.
2: <laughs>
3: that that would have felt like
2: teenagers. <laughs> teenagers. This
3: isn't a teenager fight, Megan. This is real.
2: <laughs> so Hermione says, well, of course, I'm glad Harry wasn't cursed. And she says this clearly stung. But you can't call that sectum sempra spell good, Ginny. Look where it's landed him, and I'd have thought, seeing what this has done to your chances in the match. Uh, and then Ginny gets really mad and cringe. yells at her <laughs> to stop acting like she understands Quidditch because she'll just embarrass herself. Uh, <laughs> this is? Uh, which I mean, oof. she's not wrong, yeah. to be fair. Ay- <laughs> like, Hermione, don't bring Quidditch up right now. Like, it's so hard because I do like seeing Ginny defend Harry here but also don't defend Sectumsempra like you can you can be like Harry. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? I thought you were going to be like I like sports. <laughs> I do like sports, but only basketball. I thought you were <laughs> going to say that. <laughs> I was like, bang Like, I like sports and all, but... <laughs> oh. Oh, no, but like, to see Hermione then try... You know... Sorry. I'm just trying to put into words because this type of fight feels real to me. Yes. Because... It's like a real fail. It's well, but it's Shut one of those situations up. where it's like, you're talking to somebody and then they'll just bring up something that has absolutely nothing to do with what you're actually talking about. Just to try to like guilt trip you into feeling bad about something. Mm. And it also just feels very much like too, It feels like a girl fight and it feels very oh, teenagery. Like this yeah. feels, it just feels like a fight that we've all had at some point. You know what I mean? But, oh. <sighs> And yep. also the fact that like Hermione and Ginny never fight, so like this was different. Like they actually, for the first time ever, are fighting. And like yeah, Hermione likes to pick pick fights sometimes with Harry or with Ron, but like her and Ginny always got along. So yeah, but even the
3: best of friends have their little tiffs,
2: <laughs> for sure. For I sure. have a little no friend intended. named Tiff. <laughs> a little friend <laughs> it just definitely feels like a real fight it's like one that you that you have been through that you've experienced there's those little like things that people will say that you think will get underneath your skin and even though it doesn't have anything to do with the actual conversation For I Jenny is pretty good in a fight. Yeah. I will say that. She, she knows what to say. <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean the di-
4: But yeah. as go ahead. The sorry. dynamics of the fight really work for me because yes everyone else has tried to tell hermione okay we get it you can stop now Uh and she can't be stopped and finally Jamie's like someone's got to stop this woman (laughs) all up in my mouth and she'll be so sorry
2: yeah (sighs) i know And, and and i do i understand hermione um because i feel like i can get like that sometimes where like I feel like I'm not being heard, so I just harp on something. Um, But there is a time where it's like, okay, they get it, or they're just not going to get it. Like, it's time to move on. But it's hard to come to that realization, and it's hard to accept that as the person who is in that. Like, it's hard for Hermione to accept it's time to give this up because she feels so strongly and so upset about it. Well, yeah. um so like I understand both sides. They
4: every, <laughs> okay, every Katie. one of them here. <laughs> they all have a point. They're all correct. Yes. And Hermione has been in a miserable mood all year long and she is right to be suspicious. She does sense that there's something weird going on under here. She's completely right. Mm-hmm. And Ginny is also right. Yeah. What are you going to do when you have an unforgivable? You have to do something. It wasn't the right thing, but it was something. And the point here, which we get to see Snape making this point very soon after is when something is this serious, you can't have a good conversation about it. Everyone has a grievance and nobody's grievance is going to get heard. And everyone's going to feel all queasy about it because this is scary stuff. It's not OK.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And mm-hmm. like the fact that they all stop talking for the rest of the night, I kind of love because, yeah, what are you <laughs> going to say
2: about this? There's no good answer to any of this. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, totally. I also like in the chat, uh, Amy Lou mentions, Jenny's probably also heard a lot about this in the dorms. Yeah. Uh, there's probably a lot of conversations that her and Hermione have that we don't get to hear so mm-hmm. Ginny could be even more fed up with this than we realize mm. absolutely um, True. Can
3: we, I mean, we yeah. don't see the girls dorms because boys aren't allowed up there and this is
2: Harry's right. book um, so th- this whole fight is going on and Ron just hides behind a book which I find to be hilarious because I love him. he never reads a book, um, <laughs> what, book? <laughs> what book is this? <laughs> What, book is what this? if it was advanced potion making? I would die. <laughs> he was just hiding behind his, <laughs> his own, own copy. copy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Harry felt cheerful at the end of this fight, I think, because of Ginny defending Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Um. Even though he knew that he probably shouldn't feel cheerful, and like Laurie said, none of them spoke for the rest of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Harry's cheerfulness though it doesn't last because literally the next day the Slytherins are taunting him and the Gryffindors are mad because he got banned from the final match of the season for life (laughs) for life Um, he admits that whatever he might have told Hermione he would have gladly exchanged all the Felix in the world to be walking down to the Quidditch pitch with Ron, Ginny and the others that seems like a little bit much I mean really you're going to use Felix to just go play a Quidditch game but you know what do I know what do <laughs> I know? Why didn't he it's just fine. take a swig of Felix? That is so, that so cheating. Like, you know
5: what? Never mind. You
2: don't because have intention. as Hermione would tell you, that's against the regulations
5: for Quidditch. Cheater. Yeah. Well, I just meant so he could play it, just like enough to it it. wear off when you walk onto the field, <laughs> but so that you can walk onto the. Field. How many sips uh, would that be? Probably too many. <laughs>
2: So he had to walk to the dungeons while everyone else was watching <laughs> walking down to the Quidditch pitch. And when he came in, Snape said... Oh, "Why did, Should that say and? I ah. think it's supposed to be ah. Ah, okay. Ah. I was like, what? Ah. And Potter, what did I type? I Read it and... right. Ah, Potter. <laughs> Mr. Filch has been looking for someone to clear up these old files. They are the records of other Hogwarts wrongdoers and their punishments. Where the ink has grown faint or the cards have suffered damage from the mice, we would like you to copy out the crimes and punishments afresh. Making sure that they're all in alphabetical order. Replace them in the boxes. You will not use magic. I'm hung up on afresh. 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 Afresh.
3: Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends, learn about a new culture, want to understand certain pop culture things. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, and guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention and it's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline and it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language is needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today.
0: Every time.
1: And if you love the Filet of Fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: ba 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 Fresh. Shh.
5: That's a cool word. That's a word.
3: That's I'm a gonna cool word. put that in my everyday vocabulary.
5: That laundry it's a fresh. It's a fresh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, so Snape points out some familiar names to him here as well. He's James Potter and Sirius Black apprehended using an illegal hex upon Bertram Aubrey. Aubrey's had twice normal size, double detention. It must be such a comfort to think that though they are gone,
5: a record of their great achievements remains. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that sentence right there would be like something that Sirius would say. He'd be like, yeah, these are my greatest (laughs) achievements. (laughs)
2: He'd be be like, absolutely. (laughs) If
5: they they weren't
3: dead, I I would Uh, say this is hilarious. Their their ghosts are (laughs) high-fiving.
1: Oh, for sure.
5: (laughs) Oh, oh, I remember gosh. that burst from Aubrey. His dad got so big. It was so funny. <laughs> also, In that reality, probably no.
2: isn't cool that you did that, James and serious, Right. That's, that's bullying. Yeah. Okay, I just have to say that ain't my James. <laughs> but it is, because the it's written James. in the book, Tiffany. Oh, wait, no. James. I thought my you were James. defending James Potter. I was like, do not <laughs> defend him
5: to me. Oh, my <gasps> little Jamesy boy. <laughs> Your James would get detention for destructive Hannies. Oh, destructive these hannies. hannies. These Hannies, these
3: Hannies,
2: these
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um,
2: I just, rereading this as an adult, which we've said a million times is just so different because mm. reading this part as a kid, you still hate Snape. Yeah. But now you're like, he was the bullied kid now having to teach his bully's son who is way too like his father for his own good. And I want to show like and like it's okay it's not cool to like shove this kind of stuff down Harry's throat and be like look how terrible your father was but like also Harry truly does have this like inflated idea of who James was and he really didn't know him and like it's not cool that James and Sirius were these people in school Mm -hmm. like just not cool that this is how they were it's just not nice
4: not. Well, after someone is martyred, though, you you're not you can't say these things about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole point in my mind is that Snape never got to say. But you don't understand. Yes, I got them killed, and they were really jerks. Look at this jerky stuff they did. They were human, and mm-hmm. look what almost happened to you, Harry. If Draco had died, you would never be able to tell anyone, yeah, he stamped on my nose. You know, Mm. he tried to, he fantasized about Hermione getting killed out loud. It would always be like, you just forfeit the right. And that's, you know, this conversation that Snape is having about the incredibly jerky things that James and Sirius did as 15 year olds is the same unwinnable argument that the, that Harry and Hermione and Ginny were having in the common room everyone has a point nobody wins it's a terrible conversation yeah.
2: um, you
3: are so right Laurie
2: yeah ah you're so I much smarter than me <laughs> <laughs> all valid
5: valid all valid yeah, imagine, yeah
4: imagine if Draco had died and everybody was sad about it and thought oh that student who died and then Harry would never be able to say you know oh he made up these flashing buttons in the song about me (laughs) which is so hateful and so awful but you you
3: lose the right to say that right I'm uh, excuse me beenden beenden I assume this is coffee um we don't know what Snape did to James and the gang either. And honestly, you guys, we're never going to know, like, the the real stories behind anything. Because there's always two sides in the truth. And we're not going to get that unless we're going to get, like, r- more writing. Will we ever? I don't know. But, like... I don't think so. And And, like, Megan, you always say, I want to know what James did to make Lily have this... GI Jumpus turnaround. She doesn't say Jumpus but that's what she means.
2: Do <laughs> you see me rolling I, my eyes? I was just yeah, marveling at how
4: how much you got them to roll. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but true, but true. We we don't know. We don't know
5: what, what went down exactly. From toe rag to husband. No. From
3: toe rag. What a glow up. What a glow up. (laughs) What a glow up.
5: Uh. Katie, do you get the kissing? I do. Yeah, girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this detention, it's exactly as Harry had expected it to be. It's like old times. Some useless, boring work. And he has the occasional little jolt in his stomach whenever he reads... His father's name or Sirius's name, and he suspects that this is on purpose from Snape. Mm. Did you have something to say? No? <gasps> Lori! You can. Then? What's the purpose behind this?
3: Is this for pain? I think it's. For amusement or proof?
4: I think it's humanizing. Okay. Because I think it's taking what Harry did, which was almost kill somebody almost be a murderer and saying it was sucky it was terrible these jerks did that kind of thing too they served attention they paid their they did their time it's forgivable on the forgivable slash unforgivable spectrum sectum sembra is so dangerous it's so dark Mm. it could have ended up unforgivable it's like Mm -hmm. This is horrible, but this is where you are, Harry. You
3: don't you don't think it's evidence, more evidence for Snape's claims against James and Sirius
4: and crew? I think I think he I think Snape thought he was going to be having to teach this lesson to Draco. Mm. That okay. um, yes, this kind of nearly death like hatred is something that happens and you know you have to you can't let it get to the point that it defines the rest of your life you know that it gets out of control and so he thought he was going to be you know all year long every he sees draco trying to poison people and he's just biting his tongue you know i cannot alienate draco i'm the only person he might talk to and, you know, eventually he might actually really nearly kill somebody and then I'm going to have to try to drill it into him. And instead of Draco, he gets Harry. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. well, gee, this is, you know, where should I even start? I have a wealth of opportunity to, ha- to hammer this into Harry. Like, yes, you know, you you don't have to explain to me how petty and how murderous these feelings are, but um. You, you can be forgiven, but boy, I'm gonna get every every drop out of you first.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't ever know how to follow up all the amazing things that Lori says, so I'm just gonna roll with it. Okay. <sighs> so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: so Harry's reading like he sees James his name. I also really, personally, just as a Marauders fan like seeing them brought up and that they are often mentioned coupled together in various petty misdeeds and occasionally they're accompanied by names like Remus Lupin and the rat we won't talk about so he keeps wondering as he's sitting there like what's going on outside the match probably just started and then he's like Ginny's playing seeker against Cho my two lady loves. I love that. Oh. I, I love that symmetry. <laughs>
3: that is funny. That is funny.
4: And what yeah. I love is I am imagining a future student finding these files, like detention cards written out in the handwriting of the legendary Harry Potter as like a <laughs> relic of his legendary battles of will against the legendary Severus Snape like can you just like somebody's gonna have to write a term paper about this right like just imagine coming <laughs> across them. is
3: it gonna be you <laughs> um,
4: well i did i wrote a book
2: <laughs> but, i need more books from
4: you yeah and
2: then um we say this every time. what what <laughs> snape is also
4: pointing out and this is not a hardship for him is look harry when you do something like that if it had gone wrong you don't get to date you don't get to play quidditch you don't get to have fun you forfeit all of that your life becomes something different and for an example you just have to look at draco that's been his year all year it's, he's just been like a ghost of himself he has not had a moment of fun he's he's just been stressed all year and mm. um you know and then snape's adult life has been like that uh and yeah so The whole Quidditch game going on outside is sort of like, where is Harry going to come out? What's his balance sheet going to be at the end of this? Is he going to be able to make it up and have, you know, good things and Quidditch and fun and dating in his life?
1: Mm.
4: But yeah, this- You better, Harry. it, It really is one or the other. And that's what Snape is trying to emphasize here as, you know, someone from the losing side.
5: Mm. yeah also speaking of harry potter's handwriting there's this tiktok i saw the other day of this girl who was like yeah so i literally like i don't know what grade she said she was in but she literally made her handwriting be harry potter's handwriting when she was a kid and like learning how to write that's not even his (laughs) she looked at his notes from fantastic beasts and where to find them where there's the little like oh yeah 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 yeah, oh my gosh and she's like oh yeah she's like tell me you made harry potter your entire personality without
2: telling me oh my god she showed a piece of her
5: like like handwriting and just like it was crazy
3: whenever he's writing (laughs) tom riddle's diary in the in chamber movie i'm like your handwriting's
2: not that good it can't be
5: <laughs> i hate when he in the first movie when he's making notes <gasps> yes. in snape's class Yeah. So, so heartbreaking why are you going to the next line already what are you doing there's so much paper Fill it in. It's a Just pom-o. write a continuous line. It's yeah, a it pom-o. looks like a friggin' haiku or something. Like <laughs> Harry Potter. What are you doing? Oh, Gosh. Oh Dan. That's actually what made Snape mad. Not the fact that Harry was taking notes. It was he was his taking waste notes. Stupidly. Of paper. Yeah. Waste of parchment. Uh. So here's Harry sitting there copying down all these old things that meddlesome students had done and he's like this clock in this room it has to be going slower (laughs) than a regular clock and he wonders to himself like did snape bewitch it i mean like i don't think he did but that's a really fun idea to entertain like yeah i'm gonna mess with this kid's head and like for every hour that actually goes by it's only gonna show 15 minutes
1: that's kind of funny
5: (laughs) that's painful that felt like my day today. Yeah, right? We all have those days. (laughs) So he's literally watching the minutes tick by. It's a half hour. It's an hour. It's an hour and a half. And at ten past one, Snape finally said he could go until next Saturday. This was a (laughs) three-hour detention. It's the only most magical. (laughs) Stronger as three. (laughs) Hmm.
2: Right? Yeah, for real. (laughs) I mean, it's like Pretty deserved,
1: though. The trio oh. of ours. <laughs> murder,
5: right?
1: <laughs> Make him sit there
5: all day, no bathroom breaks. I, I really loved this whole
4: thing because it was another reference to *To Kill a Mockingbird*. Uh, there's a a really oh. um, unforgettable scene in *To Kill a Mockingbird* where uh, the two the main character and her older brother have to do basically detention for something bad that her brother did. And actually the clock does go slower every time or like the time that they have to be there with this horrible old lady is longer and longer every time. Like she sets the alarm Ooh. for longer and like the little kid is there thinking, what if someday the alarm just never goes off at all?
1: <laughs> and
4: and it's, it's kind of awesome because um, this volume, the whole story with Merope, and Tom Riddle is an intentional parallel to a storyline in to kill a Mockingbird. So to see this like extra call out here, um, you know, and such a funny one is like I loved it. Um, I see hmm. here um, a note in the chat from Marguerite. Hmm. Do you mm-hmm. think Draco's situation reminds Snape of James and the bullying he inflicted upon him? Draco does a lot of things to Harry. And I'd like to believe Snape truly saw himself in Draco. And it was his opportunity to prevent Draco from ending up like him. Uh, I think that, yeah, I think Snape absolutely sees himself in both boys and the way that they're fighting. And yeah, I think that's basically Snape's purpose in life this year. You know, he he took the unbreakable vow in order to prevent Draco from ending up like him, and you know the the fact that he has to along the way give the exact same lesson to Harry. You know, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this dynamic is such is so clearly um, the past coming back to
5: haunt him when doesn't it you know well yeah when doesn't yeah. it mm. Very sad life yeah so harry's finally allowed to go and he comes out into the hallway and like all he can think of is like he's like straining to hear if he can hear any of the match going on but the calls are quiet so he's like all right it's the gotta calls? be over the halls <laughs> sorry did i choke
3: I think you said the calls are quiet. I was like, wait
5: a minute, what? (laughs) There is no calling in the halls. Match is over. He heads up to Gryffindor Tower because that's where the team either throws a party or wallows in misery together, right? So the answer is in the tower. Um, He approaches the fat lady and she gives nothing away. She's just like, you'll see. I love her. Right? (laughs) Um, From the book. Actually, I think I have a lot of read from the book, but because this is too important, this is like a moment, right? It, it is. It is. A moment. The moment, some would the say. The moment. A roar of celebration erupted from the hole behind her. Rawr. Harry gaped as people began to scream at the sight of him. Several hands pulled him into the room. We won, yelled Ron, bounding into sight, brandishing the silver cup at Harry. We won 450 to 140. We one suck
1: it,
5: <laughs> that's a thrashing though. Like, yeah. mm, 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 mm. eat my quaffle, <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. You're doing like Power Ranger hands, mm, mm, these mm, handies, mm. these handies. <laughs> oh my god, okay more from the book because this this is the moment, okay? Brace yourself. Ready? We're smooching. Harry looked around. There was Ginny running toward him. She had a hard, blazing look in her face and she threw her arms around him yeah. and without thinking, without planning it, without worrying about the fact that 50 people were watching, Harry kissed her.
2: Smooch. What a way to end his day. Right? That's a much better moment than they get in the movie, let me tell you. Fun fact she nice. I
3: believe that is the last thing that Harry Potter thinks about before Voldemort removes the soul piece. <laughs> <laughs> it is! I he yes. thinks, of Ginny is a blazing look. Yes, yes, yes. And then he's
5: at King's Cross. Yes, it is. <laughs> I like that you described Harry Potter's death as a removal of Voldemort's soul piece well he's not I really that. dead <laughs> right <sighs> they True break love. apart after several long moments and Ooh. Harry thinks or was it a half hour we're <laughs> just like smacking on each days? other in front
3: of everybody <laughs> uh,
5: uh, the room went silent this is like the perfect example of a room full of teenagers that are hyped on a win then there's some wolf whistles. There's an outbreak of nervous giggles. Everybody's looking Dean. at Ron, right? And Dean, on the other hand, uh, has a shattered glass in his hand. Dude hulked it. He's mad. <laughs> he literally.
3: I think. I feel like that's more. That's a Hulk smash more out of like shock. Maybe. Um. I don't see him as the type of being like. Rah! You know what I mean? I feel like he was like, "Holy cow, they're making out!"
5: <laughs> or I have a very fun gri- snogging. <laughs> I think it was just a
4: surge of emotion from him. He, I don't think his hand even did it. I think he just had such Ooh!
3: horrible feelings at the glass oh, just gave up. I like that. I, the glass mm-hmm. gave
5: up, like not today. <laughs> so he wasn't like Patrick, firmly grasp, firmly grasp it. Oh, such uh, a painful I... moment yeah so he's got shattered glass are you okay
2: no i mean yes but distant (laughs) rose said can i ask you a question did you ever ever uh, did you ever have someone kiss you in a crowded room (laughs) and every single one of your friends was making fun of you but 15 seconds later they were clapping too (laughs) harry potter is taylor swift Tiffany you would know what I'm saying if you'd listened to Midnight's by Taylor Swift I am can I ask you a question have you listened to Midnight's by Taylor Swift yet
5: are you asking me
3: if I've been listening to The
5: Fellowship of the Ring no (laughs) Ditch the the Hobbit's get on the Swifty train. I can't. Okay. I've got like
3: four hours left. I've got to crush this book. It actually just got good and there's not been a lot of singing. I am very Midnight's happy. Midnight's would take you less <laughs> than four hours. A lot of singing. I wish I was lying. Anybody who has read The Lord of the Rings knows that there is a lot of singing and the narrator sings it which is why I gotta listen with headphones because it's embarrassing.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay wolf whistles giggles Dean shattered glass hopefully there's no blood Hermione is beaming but Harry's only looking for Ron because he's either gonna have a wonderful moment where he kisses Jenny and everything swell or Ron's gonna punch him right in the face right that's what he's been fearing like this whole time yes so I'll just finish with a read from the book still clutching the cup, wearing an expression appropriate to having been clubbed over the head. This is Ron. For a fraction of a second, they looked at each other. Then Ron gave a tiny jerk of the head that Harry understood to mean well, if you must. Hmm. The creature in his chest roaring in triumph. He grinned down at Ginny and gestured wordlessly out of the portrait hole. A long walk on the ground seemed indicated during which, if they had time, they might discuss the match. Nuh-uh, they're gonna be snogging. <laughs> like, that was the
3: nicest way the author yeah. could put
5: their kiss in
3: the whole time.
4: Yes, we now draw a curtain over this scene. Yeah. Blackout
3: is going out.
4: Yeah, and oh so we know so the laws of this fictional universe tell us, okay, Harry learned his lesson. He's, he did okay. He got the quidditch. He got the girl. He got a kiss. Good and and we know he we do know he's thankful and he knows how to be thankful
3: yeah yeah i think also like it's not always easy for everybody to forgive themselves and to move forward yeah. um which i'm not saying that he should be like oh you know he's fine everything's all good we're gucci you know <laughs> he, he understands the the seriousness of what he's done um but he is able to to move forward some people can't ever forgive themselves for things which not always good do we have questions yeah or is Megan Sorry. Megan still fighting with Discord I don't even not, know I don't even know what's going on or if there is a fight. <laughs> I just know that you're typing.
2: <laughs> there is no fight. We were having an adult conversation about why James is a jerk and everybody in Discord is wrong except for me. Okay? That's what we were talking about.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh my god.
2: Okay.
5: people disagree with you Megan (laughs) if you too would like to be told you're wrong by Meg you can join us on Patreon (laughs) Katie is the
2: president of this club (laughs) I'm just kidding I love you all even if you are James apologists oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) that's the greatest meme I've ever seen of myself Ever.
3: Hold on, we have All so right. many things that are popping up in here. Oh, oh, Katie, Us on Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, so good. Remember when we never got our freaking pirates picture? I still am very yeah. upset because I feel like it would have been hilarious. I you screamed contact a- them and be so like, I loud. went
5: a couple years ago and I never got my picture.
3: I was so upset. Okay.
5: Are we ready? You. Sh-
2: Vinny asks, will you first make yourself in Hogwarts Legacy or roleplay as someone else?
3: I'll make myself.
2: I will make myself. First I will make myself. Then I will roleplay as many different characters that I wish I could be. Yes. Um let's about Lori.
4: See. Lori, are you gonna play? Are you gonna play Hogwarts I Legacy? I haven't done any of the games. I'm scared of games because I have a totally addictive personality, and I might uh, just lose my whole life.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so <to> stay away. <laughs>
5: You'll <laughs> lose your sense of reality. Yeah. What That's is, smart. is yeah. What, what a <laughs> Been 84 years.
1: <laughs> Truly. <Literally. laughs>
2: that was me in the queue for Taylor Swift tickets. Dude, um, I was
3: pained when I saw how many hours later you were like texting about this. Yes. And I was like at work. I'm like, well, my work day's over and Megan's still online. <laughs> uh, I took the day off.
1: It's okay.
2: Uh, Brandon asks, what was 90s Harry's favorite jock jam slash pump up song? Pump up the jams, pump it up. Space Jam. Let me see that, that Tootsie
3: Roll. <laughs> Tootsie Roll.
5: Oh, it's feel like got he's out it's there the doing the it. Conga song. Um All right, conga. right, conga. What about what about no diggity?
3: Oh yeah, that's good.
5: What's no diggity? Jump around. Oh, I like jump around. <laughs> jump around. Jump up, jump up get down. Can't touch this it's tricky to rock rhyme to rock that's
3: right on time
2: it's tricky katie k that's not
3: jock jams though is it jock jams is a specific cd tootsie roll that's what i said tootsie roll
2: uh if harry wasn't on the quidditch team would snape have set the detention for a different time probably yeah maybe he didn't want (laughs) to get what
3: is it 10 a.m that's not too early Maybe he was yeah. still at Starbucks working. <laughs> <laughs> right.
5: I feel like normally detentions are like really late mm. at Hogwarts. They usually They're are. always in the evening but or but midnight weekend, in the forest. Right. <laughs> right, so it was in the evening or like the evening. What'd you say? This was on a weekend. Though, yeah. right? Yeah. It was a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. What better way to steal a day from a student? Yeah. I mean, right. And make them really late mornings. <laughs> yeah. You like crush their morning. Even without Quidditch, it was
4: prime date time. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was sort of saying anything that you're gonna enjoy in life, you would give up if you keep doing dark magic and succeed at it. So let's just take your favorite time of the week,
5: <laughs> and you'll be copying yeah. things out then. That's you can true. have your Sundays, but Sundays you're thinking about your Mondays. So you have really, the Monday scares, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Um, Katie K again asks. What house what is Katie they- K
3: in? Hufflepuff?
2: Hufflepuff. Get out of here with these questions. <laughs> what is the go-to Starbeast choices for McGonagall, Slughorn, and Dumbledore? <sighs> Dumbledore is absolutely getting a Frappuccino. Probably a caramel crunch Frappuccino with the extra caramel sh- crunch. The more and sugar, extra the better. Yeah,
3: yeah. My honey likes likes it sweet.
2: <laughs> 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 he is fabulous see now slughorn i kind of see as like a pour over pour over kind of guy he's sophisticated knows what he likes but he He likes he wants it freshly ground just for his cup
5: yeah or would he get the pineapple refresher yes (laughs) yeah
2: that would be very good oh that thing is so disgusting (laughs) some people were like it's the dole
3: whip drink and I was like mm, I don't know I'm no, going for it I just <laughs> want to let
2: everybody know that it stains the pitchers Ew. Um, McGonagall but I could totally see him ordering it I could see him going one of both ways like if he's in a coffee mood he's sophisticated if he's just like I just want something fresh
5: he'd go pineapple he wants it fresh fresh yeah, and
2: it would be with lemonade he'd get it with lemonade
5: Ugh. he would special like, order pineapple juice
3: makes your teeth have sweaters
5: i know exactly what you're talking no. about
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> i feel like mcgonagall's a psl lady nice huh, basic yeah. witch yeah I feel like she would totally order a, a pumpkin spice latte. Gingerbread. I and feel ginger like, or what, about what about matcha?
3: What uh, about huh. matcha?
2: I could see her doing matcha, a hot matcha. Mm-hmm. Beenden says peppermint. Would mm-hmm. she
5: be like a peppermint
2: mocha? Peppermint mocha kind of lady. Also, little PSA from a Starbucks barista, my friends. Mm. You can get peppermint mocha all year. You do not need to hound us with the peppermint mocha orders in December, okay? You can get it <sighs> all year. Year,
3: I did not all know year. that
2: we have it twelve months, three hundred sixty five days. Peppermint well, mocha, white chocolate mocha, peppermint white whatever. All year,
3: I'm gonna order a peppermint white whatever next time I go, and I'm Say gonna be that. like I'm a sure barista
2: told me it was <laughs> it's a on the drink secret menu. <laughs> you gotta order a
5: pinkety drinkity. Oh my god,
2: Pinkity drinkity. Why do I feel like McGonagall right, would well, go
4: order a hazelnut? Oh.
5: that's
2: my own heart i don't know i do why love that that's, that's right. 80s drink of choice I love
4: Catherine,
3: do you like a good ferrero rocher
1: <laughs>
2: you know what oh, they're not my favorite <gasps> What?
3: what? i so love good. those they're like little speeches.
2: You, like, you like nutella though
3: i do like nutella how do you not like that though
2: yeah i know she's i weird. don't know they feel weird in my mouth
3: oh i think they feel like a delicious morsel
2: yeah, it's like when you bite into it, it's like yeah, airy, but then it's creamy, like a cloud of, of See, the beautiful. kind
5: of chocolate like that kind of freaks me out. But
2: you like Nutella? Yeah, but you spread just that on something, yeah, Nutella just that inside Yell at her, yell at her, Megan. No, Tiffany. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yell at her. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we should make a Nutella latte. Ooh. You should bring your own we'll jar in. <laughs> See mm-hmm. what happens. I found out that when we had the eggnog latte, we actually, like, steamed eggnog. Like, it wasn't like a syrup. It was like eggnog was actually in it. Well, that's why or they got it like, why did want to take of this? the time. Yeah, probably. It was too expensive. <gasps> <sighs> anyway, I like a hazelnut latte for McG. Maybe, like, when it's PSL season, she orders a pumpkin spice. But then every other time of the mm. year, she's a hazelnut latte kind of mm. girl. I like that. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> Marguerite, do you think the stature the stature that the wizarding world has for James just adds to Snape's bitterness? Yes, let's talk about James. <laughs> it always seemed like even more salt in the wound, especially since everyone overlooks his past bullying. I do think that that played a role in his bitterness towards him. Probably. Because, like, I mean, basically, what you were saying during the episode is like, you can't really say those things now that he, like,
5: was is a martyr for the. Which cause. is
2: <laughs> partially your fault. Yeah,
5: Barf.
3: yeah. Ooh. Partially. <laughs> well, Voldemort did the killing, I mean, I'm
1: sure.
3: <laughs> and Vol- and Wormtail the did, did the motion. did the little. Uh, this is
4: where they're living. <laughs> <laughs> well, this
3: is their place.
5: I
4: need to go. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's horribly annoying when there's somebody you don't like who always seems to get credit for everything, and nobody yeah. notices all the jerky stuff that they do. And now,
5: yeah. and now, uh, 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 they're on a pedestal. Plus, well, like, James comes from money, and, like, we know for a fact that he had older parents yeah. who literally, like, spoiled, spoiled it on him, him because they yeah. didn't think they were going to have a kid. Yeah. So, like, he's already, like, more well off in life yeah. than Snape ever had a chance to be, just, like, baseline. Yeah. So, like, I, I mean, I could see him being annoyed about that, too. Like, everything just comes easier to you just because of how you were born. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um Lori, stop Ma- making me, like, say nice things about Snape. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's her superpower. I know. <laughs>
2: Marguerite also adds to this. Do you think in the end Snape was able to make peace with James and everything else? I'd like to believe he finally forgave James and all the other trauma he experienced.
4: Well, yes, in the end. But his end... With all that happened for him lasted, you know, less than one second. Yeah. I think when when he says, look at me,
1: mm-hmm. that's
4: because he is not ashamed of anything in himself anymore. And he can do that, but it's a really huge struggle. And I think until the very end he had other things on his mind. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he managed to for most of his life, but that was his struggle.
5: Yeah, Here's honestly. Well, go ahead. Snape walks through the Pearly Gates. Right, he's got billowy robes, but they're white this time. Ooh. Okay. Is he clean? He's clean. Okay. Okay. He doesn't have to worry about how he looks anymore because he feels good. Right? Okay. Got it. Walks through. He sees James. Yes. Levy Corpus for even. <laughs> 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 okay it's all good um
3: laurie when you're saying you think he had other things on his mind and we talk about how snape literally lets i mean he doesn't care about himself um i think literally up until the end like even when he knows what's probably going to be coming with his conversation with Voldemort, um in my mind, I think all he's worried about is I have to get I have to get this to Harry Potter, yeah,
4: well, what he's trying to deliver to Harry is um his maternal inheritance that um Harry was robbed of memories of his own mother mm-hmm. and Snape has memories of Lily, but they really belong to Harry, and so if Harry gets that extra surge of getting his memories of his mother restored to him then that's as much as Snape can do for him and then after that you know as always Harry is on his own to fight Voldemort right right. and you know when you're doing something that life altering and giving your whole life to that then yeah by that point something like James and all that is bygones but it has to be something pretty extreme to get to that point right and I feel like
3: the the look at me um it feels even though I know it's about Lily's eyes and and whatnot, but it's kind of like he is so copy and paste James minus the eyes. I feel like it's a um it's kind of like a piece i'm I'm done. I can actually yeah. look at you even though you look like James
4: you know what I mean it's it's well it's um, Snape finally being able to look at Harry as Harry instead of just Mm -hmm. telling himself well he's just James the second because that's a self defensive move on Snape's part to uh, avoid his guilt Mm -hmm. and the whole point of Harry having Lily's eyes is if Snape hypothetically were to have Lily, you know, dead, heavenly Lily, look at him, would Snape be able to meet her eyes? No, of course not. He's, you know, she left him her baby and he treated this baby terribly. Mm-hmm. And finally, you know, he's done, he, not not that anything can ever make up for what he did to join a hate group and contribute to genocide, but he yeah. gave what a human can give to try to restore some strength to Harry, to finish out the fight. And by that time that he's dying and he's managed to give all the memories back to Harry, it's like, I've done what I can. I would now be able to meet your eyes. You can look at me and that's why I'm not, that's why I'm not running away from you, Harry Potter. I don't, you know, there's a lot to be ashamed of, but ultimately I'm not ashamed to show you because I did do what I could. And now I die.
3: <laughs> and now I yes. die. Thus, with a kiss, I die. <laughs> with a look, I guess, I die. <laughs> Poetic. As always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's
5: fan story this. We good? Okay. All right. Let's do it. This fan story comes from Morgan. She is super cool super super cool Morgan is the one who trained me for my first 10k so she's hella awesome her story comes from July of 2019 Uh, ah the olden days the olden days hello to my fave house representatives I'm writing the story on July 10th 2019 for whenever this gets read I jumped onto the Swisher wagon at the beginning when you had about 10 episodes out and never looked back. She's an OG. That's mm-hmm. an OG. Anyways, just so just to share my Potter story, it's lengthy, but I won't apologize because you always tell us not to, so just hang in there. Yeah, we're hanging. My Potter profile. House all caps Slytherin. Shout out to my soul sister in my house, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Megan's patience and waiting to make that sound. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wand is laurel wood, dragon heartstring, nine and three quarter inches, unyielding flexibility. Patronus is a vole." Sarah, I still consider you my patronus twin, even ah. though you retook the test. Ilvermorny House Thunderbird yay for adventures and favorite character Hermione and McGee, woman power my Potter story goes like this I was never a reader still am not my mom bought me the first Harry Potter book because we were trying to find something I would be interested in reading for the summer she heard some friends of hers who had kids my age were really into Harry Potter and got me Sorcerer's Stone I tried to read it but it was way above my reading level and I was completely unable to track the story and gave up after the the first few pages. I tried reading a few times, but just couldn't follow it. Fast forward a few years and we went on a really long family road trip all over the west to a bunch of national parks, and my mom decided to get all the books on tape for the trip, books one through three at the time. And that was the beginning of the end for me. I became absolutely obsessed and listened to them over and over, and eventually started to read the books because I was comfortable with the story. By the time Goblet of Fire came out, my reading level had progressed to the point that I could actually read the books. However, we were headed on another road trip, so as a family, we listened to the book. It was one of the best family bonding experiences for us. I was pretty insufferable on family vacations, and listening to Harry Potter just made me happy. Therefore, my whole family was happy. (laughs) After that, I went to midnight releases of the books and movies, as I'm sure so many of us did. When I was in high school, I got braces. That first night, I had my braces. They hurt so badly, I couldn't sleep. So my mom recommended putting the books on tape to take my mind off the pain. This started a habit that I never broke, and to this day, 15 years later, I still listen to the books every night while I'm falling asleep. Thank you, Audible. The older I got, the more isolated my infatuation with Harry Potter made me feel. While my closest friends accept- accepted me for it, I never had any friends who were on my level of, obs- of obsession. In college, I had one roommate who I really bonded with over Harry Potter, and I felt so blessed for that. When my now-husband and I started dating, he was completely not into Potter. After about a year of dating and I realized it was getting serious, I decided I needed to find a way to at least introduce him into the world. But he was extremely reluctant. He was in high school when Harry Potter came out and had considered it a little kid thing. So I devised a plan. This is very Slytherin. (laughs) (laughs) Up to this point, out of respect for him, I had been listening to Harry Potter when going to sleep via earbuds. We went camping and I forgot my earbuds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I told him I was just going to play the book out loud because I wouldn't be able to get to sleep otherwise, but I would put it on a sleep timer so he could get to sleep. I strategically started with the boy who lived right at the beginning. When the sleep timer went off, he gently shook me awake to say, I was actually really enjoying that. Could you put it on for a little bit longer? (laughs) Success. From that point forward, he blazed the books in about a month and my life was complete. (laughs) He completely embraced the wizarding world. Again, not to my level, but good enough. But more importantly, he fostered my obsession and loved me even more for it, which is all I could ask for. We are now planning our second trip to the Wizarding World in Orlando. This past December for Christmas, he got me the best gift ever and got me tickets to Cursed Child in New York City. I was so pumped, and it was the best experience ever. While having my husband on board to support me was amazing, I really craved that in-depth, pull-every-last-thing-apart type of situation for Harry Potter, and started testing Harry Potter podcasts for that. I went through about three... But as I'm sure many people have experienced, none of them felt just right. And then there was Swish and Flick. I was immediately drawn in by your personalities and your approach to the books. It was exactly what I was looking for. I started listening shortly after I moved to Tennessee where ideologically a lot of people are dissimilar to me. I live in a very small town where it's difficult to fit in because everyone knows everyone. Switch and Flick was like having an entire group of friends in a place that felt so foreign. The Nashville meetup literally changed my life and introduced me to some amazing people. The Nashville meetup was so much fun. That was so fun. (laughs) It was so much. That was
2: so long ago. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like so long ago.
5: (laughs) I'm so grateful for all the wonderful people I've met through this podcast and for the salvation it offered me when I was feeling so alone. Thank you, ladies, for all you do. Thank you to Tiffany and Sarah for the endless friends jokes and references. <laughs> Thank you to Katie and Megan for all the T-Swift connections.
2: I will never forget that we were on the phone with Morgan when Lover was released <laughs> and we listened to the entire album for the first time together via speakerphone and Aww. it was so awesome. Yeah, it was like we were up until like 1.30 in the morning just like talking about all the songs That's and like having awesome. our reactions together. That's that was so in the cute. apartment
5: <laughs> that should not be named. Yeah, it was. It's fine. <laughs> thank you to megan for all her passion and enthusiasm for creating a better world anytime (laughs) in your
3: humble nature
5: (laughs) anytime Uh, my dear i love you thank you Mm -hmm. tiffany for being a phenomenal mother and teacher you're welcome i was gonna say meg (laughs) got to say her part go (laughs) ahead thank you sarah for all the countless thank for all the countless things Thankless hours you put in caring for people. As someone mm-hmm. who is in school later in life too, I think we're the same age. I applaud you because midlife career switches are hard, but so worth it and so rewarding. Aww. And thank you, Katie, for all the amazing love you give to this world. You are the Hufflepuff we don't deserve. That's real so true. true. Morgan, That's real true. Stop it. I'm glad there's only one line left. Okay, I'm so glad for you <laughs> four in the community you all have created. You put so much good into the world. I'm so psyched for what is yet to come. Wow. <laughs> Thank Morgan. you. That was awesome. I Make love you. Make me feel you. like a superhero, <laughs> Morgan. You're wonderful. You're also another wonderful example of how Slytherins are great people. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I'm serious though, because no, there's so I know. much. It's so annoying. It's so <laughs> annoying. I'm so
2: happy to have somebody on my side with this.
5: With <laughs> my what? wife.
1: You see
2: us. You (laughs) see us for who we truly are as Slytherins. You see me, I see you.
3: (laughs)
5: Yeah, I see you. (laughs) Morgan, your story gave me life. Yeah, that Um, was great. Like, you know I love you anyway, but this just made me love you more. Yes. Let's hang out, boo. Yeah, let's hang out. I'm going to text you right now and tell you, hey, we just read your <laughs> story. Like, hey, we just read your story, uh, So thank you for being an amazing human being. I'm going to follow that wonderful thing up with a horrible joke. Ready?
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> yes, always. What's the most beloved Patronus? Well, James Potter's was very dear.
0: <laughs>
5: so oh. was Snape's. <laughs> That's not in here. This is
1: <laughs> a <Suthering laughs> book.
2: <laughs> oh how fitting <laughs> uh, all right well you can follow us on social media if you'd like to myself and katie are on instagram at the petrus family and tiffany is on instagram at tiffswish underscore flick we're also on the Lori, tiktoks you... oh yeah and tiktok tickety talk Lori, would you like to plug your social media?
0: Well, my website, website is or...
4: lorikim.com L-O-R-R-I-E-K-I-M and I wrote a book called Snape, The Definitive Analysis of Hogwarts' Mysterious Potions Master. And if Ooh. you read it and you leave a review on Amazon, I will be grateful forever. Do so, it. Yes, please do it.
3: You know what I realized, Lori, and I apologize. I don't
2: have the new edition. Hmm. Oh, I do, because she gave me a copy. (laughs) Oh, wow, I went to LeakyCon! (laughs) You had to get on a plane to get a copy of it to me. F planes.
5: (laughs) No, I hate planes. One of the coolest things Lori did during LeakyCon was she she gave away a bunch of books after her talk. And didn't she use, like, Snape's wand over a cauldron, and then you picked a name? Yep. Awesome. I I hand-carried
4: a Korean stew pot that looks like a cauldron and <laughs> so cool. like cut up little <laughs> bits of parchment paper and mm-hmm. my wonderful lovely publisher had sent a box of review copies. So if people volunteered to uh write a review, then they could put their name on a slip of parchment and we could
1: draw. Oh yeah. That's and, so cool. Would... Yeah, it
4: was really cool. And I had like other attendees pick and announce who won so that it wasn't like i secretly chose somebody that i knew or anything
2: gotcha <laughs> i do believe that at least one of our listeners won a copy cool She was very happy about it that's awesome
3: well it's beautiful it is beautiful uh all right uh, more
5: ravenclaw
2: we... <laughs> <laughs> we did get a bingo amy lou mary sue from ravenclaw got a bingo today i feel like and... amy lou gets bingo all the time great She's job amy it, lou to- <laughs> great <laughs> job She's on top of it oh uh, you guys know we love you even if you are in ravenclaw no offense Lori. Um, but Ravenclaw oh is still in first place with with four thousand nine hundred and four points. Hufflepuff Jeez. is creeping up three thousand six hundred and ninety five, kind of. Um, Slytherin uh, is in third with three thousand one hundred
5: sixty two, like large... yes. <laughs> and Gryffindors in fourth with two thousand five hundred and ninety. Brandon just said we're about to lap a Gryffindor. <laughs> Dude, this is Rainbow Road, and all
3: they're giving me are bananas. Okay,
1: <laughs> no
3: coins,
2: right?
1: <laughs> Not even bananas.
2: Oh, you know, guys, God. we still we still have time. We've got until June to change this around. If any people from any other house would like to join our Discord and help out their
1: houses. <laughs>
3: It's so Ravenclaw for them to be like the most present on Discord <laughs> right, for right, a freaking right. book podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Oh, my gosh. Well, Laurie, what do we say at the end of this trifecta? Hmm.
5: We'll do it again. We can't wait to more. have
4: you. Back. <laughs> yeah, I believe Snape yeah. is about to do something momentous. Have me back when that happens. Yes. Let me know when that happens. <laughs> What
5: does he do important from here on out?
1: I mean, yeah, what nothing? nothing.
5: <laughs> She's gonna leave and we're gonna be like, I
2: hate him. <laughs> oh. No, we won't. I don't know that. if I can actually say that I hate him anymore, but nah. I don't love him, but I don't hate him. It's okay, he's you used got- to it.
3: Oh, yeah sad Ouch. tweets sad tweets uh but we will be having lori back for various snapey snape type episodes um yeah i feel like whenever we redo that uh profile series it's, we'll have you on we should probably get jessica on as well that'd be pretty fun oh my gosh with the five of us. That'd, That'd be crazy. That would be epic whenever we redo that. I love how we did that so early on in this business. Like, what were we doing? I don't know. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, we had to talk about something.
3: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, lots of different perspectives. That'll be interesting to listen to that and then critique our own thoughts and feelings from the past. But yes, we will be having you back for sure. And we want to just thank you again. From us and our swishers. We really appreciate you and your work.
5: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you mm-hmm. rule. You do. All she right. What's it be the, for? What's it Snape a palooza.
2: Snape a palooza. And coffee.
3: And coffee.
2: coffee. All right.
3: Well, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down.
1: <gasps> Amazing. just in my voice. Snape.
5: Okay,
2: so we'll, so the next time we'll have you on is for Flight of the Prince, right? So that'll probably be <laughs> So that'll probably I'm guessing that we'll get to that spring. <laughs> Do you think so? Because how many like Timmy? If we Jesus, If we are gonna probably get through actually it'll probably be like February. Is my guess. I think we'll get to it in February.
3: I have seen those. seen it. Okay. Are we ready? Ready?
2: Uh, no, but I'm ready for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Spice mm-hmm. wishers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich.